fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. STFFL, yeah, we all agree. The best of all these are we so supreme. And look at the scale, yeah. we podcasting, yeah. Fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. Talk about tears, we managing. All season long, we've been battling. Trying to become the new champion, yeah. Gentlemen, week 10. It is time for a preview show. I have two special guests, Aiden and Sean, join me. Um, this is the third episode now. We are making some great progress. I just need to put out one more episode and then my quota is done. But I think I'm going to, you know, do more than that. So um, thank you to Aiden and Sean for joining me and let's get into the show. Okay, well, gentlemen, welcome to this is a week 10 preview episode. So I was thinking we'll just kind of run through the games and give our analysis. Um, but first, I do want to hear Aiden and just hear any thoughts he has about the league. I'm sure you listened to the episode last a uh, couple days ago. So um, what are your thoughts, Aiden? Yeah, well, to me, I think that the league is um, going pretty well so far. Obviously, um, you guys both thought really highly of my team and I noticed that Sean pointed back to my team on every single um, analysis of every single matchup, <laughs> saying, you know, how does this team measure up to Iden's team? How does this team measure up to Iden's team? Yeah, I mean, so I, I feel, I, I rightfully feel pretty good um, heading in, um, heading towards this Iptog uh, trophy. And so... <laughs> I did not uh, remember that name, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was bestowed upon it after year two of me winning it. So... The moment I won it the second year, I said, okay, I get to name it, and it's Aiden Porn Astrolaki Trophy of Greatness, and it's the Iptog. So, yes, right. that's... <laughs> no that's one else calls it that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no one. No one. But that being said, it's been a really, really interesting fantasy season. Lots of ups and downs for everybody. You know, Zach started off strong. He's uh, kind of shot the bed since. Um, and then you have um, Sean, like, starting off in the gutter, and he's been admirably admirably fighting and clawing his way up back up to uh, relevancy and then you just have had jason who's been not relevant from day one um and then you know toby being toby so yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah can we talk about that trade i would love to hear your i would love to hear your thoughts yeah yeah i think Um, that it's the least logical trade that toby could have possibly made Greg, yeah. like the moment you made that trade, I said, "Why did not? Why did I not play this angle and get Kelsey from Toby for my bench scrap?" Like I, I just, I like, yeah, Toby like five, five or six trades this season at least trying to get him, and nothing. <laughs> like he doesn't even counter me. Like at least give me a counter. If like <laughs> if you don't like what I'm sending you, just give me a counter, and you know I could be like, okay, no, or. Yeah, okay, maybe we're getting closer. Nothing. And it's not like I'm like sending him like, you know, like like bad deals. I mean, I, I was sending him uh, Sean, every every Sean. deal that every deal that I sent him <laughs> because I was taking Kelsey included someone who would be good for a keeper. Every single person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all know how your deals kind of work and um so I mean, there's a reason why I I have never dealt with you, but you know. <laughs> So, yeah. Well, I got a good deal with Sean. I think it's starting to maybe pan out. We'll see. Earlier in the season. 
Yeah. The Judy yeah. for for James Robinson. Yeah, so far one sided. So far, yeah. Judy Judy had his game last week though. But uh, you know, John, did you ever reach out to him directly? I text messaged him, so I think yes, that, I did. that's I what gave me text messaged Toby, yes. I have text messaged him. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, Toby, like you and I are not on good terms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he really cares. Yeah. I will say that I was surprised that he he went for it too. So <laughs> I was I was willing to counter probably for more, but um, he he took my initial like offer, so I was, I was happy with that. But he did more. Sean, here's what I could say that he did give up uh, the one player that Greg Ward that you wanted him to drop. He got rid of um, creatively. So good job, Toby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. And um, so we'll, we'll see how it helps me out. But I think, yeah, having, I mean, even last week, I think Sean kind of like instilled in me just how valuable Kelsey is, a difference maker. And so maybe I can thank Sean for kind of pushing me towards making that trade. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's, uh, let's get into the previews. Um, I think that we should start with the first game that Sean wanted to talk about last, last episode, which is the game of the week, which is Aiden versus Zach. Um, Aiden's, you know, first in the standing, seven and two, Zach's five and four, fourth place right now. Um, they both have good teams. I, I obviously said Zach was my second top ranked team. So overall, where, where do you see this game going, Sean? I want to hear from Aiden last. So here's what I think. I think that um, Zach is, you know, I mean, let's 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 face it. If if Josh Allen has a blow up game, I, I I think that he has a chance of coming close to Idine. Uh If he doesn't, well, then he's got Chris Carson with another week of maybe zero. Uh, I mean, we don't know for sure that he's going to play. It, it, we don't know how well Nick Chubb is going to play. Or, you know, to what extent. I'm just looking at it, and it's kind of, um, yeah, I'm just a little bit underwhelmed by his his player, Travis Fulgram. I I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. You don't know Travis Fulgram? I mean, I know who he is. He's just a nobody. I mean, He's he's been a stud for the past, like, five weeks. He's, he's got he DK. He, uh, a stud is like 15 points a game. Okay. I mean, yeah, I for... mean, but, but, but it's, it's going to take more than that again to beat Iding. It's going to take more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, let's be honest. He, he's fighting an uphill battle, but like I said, if, if Josh Allen does something, then, you know, he has a chance. Uh, or if Dalvin cook tears his ACL and, like the first snap of the game, then yeah, um, I'm just looking and I don't I don't really see that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I I do think that his running backs are yeah. Chris Carson's projected zero right now, so I'm guessing, you know, ESPN at least thinks that he's going to be out, which kind of jives with what I've been hearing. And so, I mean, if Chris Carson's out, he's either playing Jamichael Hasty or he's got to grab someone from from the waiver wire. 
Um, and then, yeah, Chubb coming back from his injury. I think Chubb's going to be be fine. I think he's just going to be back to his RB1 self. DK Metcalf, I think, is going to have a good game. Uh, Fulgham, I think, is going to do well. I mean, one of the bigger question marks for him is there's starting to be healthier pieces around him. So Jalen Rager is going to be, I think, you know, fully back. And uh, Dallas Goddard's going to be back. Miles Sanders is going to be back. So there's yeah. just a lot more mouths to feed now in Philly. So I don't know how much, you know, how many targets he's going to be getting. Uh, Darren Waller, I think, is, is going to do really well. He's going to smash. And then yeah. Jarvis Landry. There's no OBJ in, in Cleveland anymore. And Houston's pretty susceptible to the pass game. So I think Very that, true. that, you know, he'll have a good game, too. Um so really just that kind of running back question mark. Uh, Arizona, I think Josh Allen's going to do fine against them. They've, they've given up a lot of points. And then on the flip side, looking at Aiden's team, obviously Tyreek Hill is on bye, so that takes away one of his big four. And Derrick Henry's already gone and put up, you know, just like a 14-point game, so we know he's not going to go boom. And Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson, they're both playing Chicago. So Chicago... I think can be run on quite a bit, but their their pasty is is really tough. And you know, even with Thielen, I know we talked about it last time, but I don't feel comfortable playing a Minnesota wide receiver. I think they're going to shut him down. And so, I think Dalvin Cook has a muted game. I think Justin Jefferson doesn't have a great game. Mike Williams, I think, will have a good game, and I think Rob Gronkowski has a good game too, and Deshaun Watson, but. I don't see Aiden going as big as he typically does. I actually think that Zach has has a better chance at, at pulling this one out. Okay. And so to me, um, looking at the matchup, I do think Zach has a, be- a better chance than most people do on most weeks because uh, I do have Tyreek Hill on by, um, and that forces me to play Brandon Cooks and Mike Williams, which typically rot on my bench. Um, so... I am playing two bench players in my starting lineup, which I uh, have no intention of playing ever again. Uh, but that being said, uh, I still think I could pull this one out. Uh, looking just matchup by matchup, uh, Josh Allen is playing against a weak Arizona defense, but Deshaun Watson is playing against an equally weak Cleveland defense. So uh, both are going to be putting up points. Just a matter of who you trust a little bit more. And I think Watson is a little bit more uh, battle tested and, uh, proven throughout so i would kind of give him the edge there i'm very disappointed in derrick henry's performance and i talked to zach earlier today he said he gave you 100 yards so you're not you shouldn't be disappointed and then i said yeah he <laughs> it's only 14 points i'm very disappointed in that so i do think that that kind of opens the door for him but you know going down the line i'd say i would give him the um advantage in uh perhaps dk metcalf and probably the defensive team <laughs> and then that's it <laughs> and then i think beyond that you know darren waller uh, is better than gronkowski at this stage of his career but um you know that could be a coin flip just uh, the tight ends are aside from kelsey you just never know what you're gonna get from them so yeah um i think again this is my uh, probably toughest matchup of the season because of where i'm at with the buys and injuries and um, such, but I do still think I will uh, go ahead and pull this one out. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's going to be close either way. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be, you know, lopsided in any manner. But yeah, I, I forgot to mention Brandon Cooks. I think Brandon Cooks has a good game. 
Um, I think maybe the only question mark for, for Houston is I hear there might be some some weather in, in Cleveland, kind of the same, same oh. stuff that uh, I think it was last week where maybe Cleveland and the Raiders were playing and they put up not a lot of points. Maybe that was two weeks ago, but so just something to watch for, and that could really mute Watson and Cook's game if, if there is a lot of wind in Cleveland again. Yeah. And then I do want to touch on Jefferson, um, you know, with Dalvin Cook having such monster games the last couple of weeks. I could see Chicago really just um, selling out to fight the run. And then that opens Justin Jefferson as a deep, speedy threat. And if we look at his games, you know, he's been pretty much boomer bust for me. Um, bust being, you know, uh, three points, four points, eight points last week. But then when he gets it, he gets it. So, um, I do think that he's due for another boom game here. And I do think that, you know, maybe I'll see Dalvin regress a little bit, but I do think that um, Justin Jefferson will be the benefactor of um, any regression of Dalvin this week. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah. But, um, all right, guys. Well, let's jump to another game. Uh, let's, let's talk about Sean's, Sean's game, actually. So Sean's playing LJ's newly named Queen's Gambit. Um, I'm guessing he's referencing the new Netflix show. I haven't watched it, so I don't know anything about that. I liked but, the Bye 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 before because they have three <laughs> people on by. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't pick up on that. that was, yeah, yeah. It was but, clever. Uh, it was actually pretty clever, yeah. It was too much of a dad joke for Greg to understand. <laughs> <laughs> What was the 12? I didn't understand the 12. That was a very brief team name. That I never saw. No? Oh, yeah. He, he switched from bye-bye-bye to just the number 12. And well, probably Aaron Rodgers. That that was the only thing I could think of. Or or his eventual, you know, rank in the standings <laughs> at the end of the season. But, uh... Yeah. That's not so, what happened. <laughs> So Sean's third place, uh, LJ's ninth place, um, but LJ's in that group of, of four and five teams, uh, so he's, he's still you know right in the thick of things. Um, Sean has to sit Patrick Mahomes; he's on bye, so he's going to be rolling out old man Brady against Carolina, um, and LJ's got. Aaron Rodgers sitting Lamar Jackson once again on his bench. Um, Aiden, how how are you feeling about this matchup between Sean and LJ? You know, uh, Sean without Patrick Mahomes, you know, is not a good thing for him. And so I do think that LJ has an edge on this one, even though I do really like how Sean has rebuilt his team after the early injuries to Saquon. So, uh, I do. I think I'm going to give the edge to uh, LJ on this one. Um, you know, I think Balaj balls out against his former team in Miami, and um, I do give Aaron Rodgers wholeheartedly the um, edge over Tom Brady um, with a favorable matchup against Jacksonville, uh, Kamara against a, a beat up San Francisco team. I I think that LJ is going to actually have a pretty good output of scoring this week. Uh, and he won't be in the 12th seed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Robert Woods is going to have a really good game for LJ, too, because he's going up against Seattle, who we know gives up a lot of yards in the passing game. Um, 
And uh, yeah, Balaj, I, I think, I mean, Balaj is a toss up to me. I, I still don't really know how he's going to be used, if it's going to be similar to last week or now that I think Tremaine Pope's supposed to be playing. So maybe it's a little bit more of like a, a three headed monster with, with Pope, Balaj, and Kelly. Um, so maybe he won't get as many touches as he had. Uh, Curtis Samuel, he's been playing really well, but I, I'm a little bit skeptical as, as to whether or not he can kind of keep up what he has been doing. Um, and then Daryl Henderson, I like, but um, I, yeah, I think he'll have a middle-of-the-road road kind of game. Um, Sean's team, he's got Brady, Robinson, Gus Edwards, Stephon Diggs. Um, I think Diggs is going to have a great game. I think Shepard is going to do really well against Philadelphia. Um, I think Damian Harris is going to struggle against Baltimore. And uh, I think you know Gus Edwards will probably be okay, um, but... You know, he's projected to get five points. That's probably not outside the realm of possibilities having a low-scoring game. Um, and then I do like James Robinson against Green Bay, who's been really susceptible to the running game. Overall, I think I give LJ this this one, and, and I think Sean's winning streak comes to an end. And you know what? I just noticed that Sean has T. Hill, and that's not Tyreek Hill. It's Taysom Hill in the lineup. Wow, yes, what a roll of dice there. Wow, nice. a bold move. And we'll see if uh, your bold move is rewarded here. Uh, 13.5 in the last uh, couple weeks and 10 last week. I, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, I'm not super happy about this week. Um, you know, because the, here's what the most positive thing for me this week is, is last week Tom Brady had a horrible week. That is the most positive thing I can say for my team this week. And that, when does Tom Brady have two bad weeks in a row? Correct. I got that. I got Green Bay. Green Bay cannot tackle, and I don't think they could tackle me, let alone James Robinson. So he's going to do well. Gus Edwards is not going to be in my starting lineup come uh, the start of uh, the game. Uh, Stefan Diggs is a top-tier receiver. Uh, Sterling Shepard is a, is a top-ten talented receiver. And, and, and the T. Hill... You know what? He may just surprise me, too. Uh, let's see. We got Minnesota. So I'm, I'm counting on, like, Iden's guys not going off for, like, a ton of yards. And so that's why I got the Bears, D. McManus, there's, you know, they suck, but he can kick like hell. Um, I would say that there's a very good chance that I am going to either start uh, either – a, both Wayne Gallman or DJ Dallas and Wayne Gallman. So I actually think that Damian Harris and Gus probably won't end up in my starting lineup. But I, I, want, I want LJ to like, you know, feel like reassured about his week. So that's why I'm keeping him on the bench for now. So okay, so don't, don't, basically... release, don't release this until uh, Sunday <laughs> afternoon. And then in what world is Taysom Hill a tight end? In what world? You know, uh, so like, my, only, in, only in ESPN <laughs> worlds, apparently, because I don't see him on any other platforms as a tight end. My, my hope and dream is that somehow when uh, Breeze and Winston get injured, and then he goes in there and throws for 400 yards. As you're tight end, <laughs> that is the only reason, yes, that is the only reason why he's on my team, for, for that possibility. Yeah. I wish I was lying. <laughs> It's not a bad gamble with how bad tight ends have been. So, 
and, and and he's yeah he has put up you know close to double digits the past two weeks so I really don't not think I have anything to lose. You really don't, yeah. Because like, who else are you gonna throw throw in there? I don't even know who's on waivers right now, but yeah, I I, I think that that's a good play. I mean, I think he's gonna do better than Jacob Hollister. I don't know what LJ's doing with him on his team. <laughs> like he had eight point five points last week. I guess he must have been injured before. But I mean, maybe that maybe that's his game. He's playing with me. <laughs> I mean, you gotta at least go Disley if you're gonna go uh, Seattle tight end, right? Yeah. No, or what? Greg Olson. I mean, they've Greg got Olson. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's too many mouths to feed there at the tight end position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a bunch of people on waivers I'd rather play over Jacob Hollister. So that'll help you though if he stays in this in this lineup. Yeah. I'm counting on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, let's see. I, did you get over your perspective? I can't remember. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Here, let's jump. Uh, let's jump over to Quinn and Jason. Uh, Quinn, he's he's on the edge of playoffs, five and four, number six, and then Jason, he needs to string together four wins in a row to have any chance at a playoff position. Um, He's in last place. But, um, Sean, what, what do you think about this game? Sorry. And then so you're saying the – it was the – Oh, Jason the, and Quinn. Juju Smooches Smooches versus – Oh, there we go. Okay, because my mine are out of order. I was like looking and I was like – so. I'm just jumping around, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Here's what I think is I think that uh, – yeah, you know what? I, I, I think – Jason might win this game. That's what I think. Yeah, no, Jason's one hundred percent gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't tell you how I know that. I just know it. I mean, well, AJ Brown put up two point six so far, so that doesn't that doesn't help him. Yeah. So what do you what do you I don't know like what what do you guys think about like McKinnon and and, and James Conner because James Conner laid a dud last week. And if you look at it, like, what is his, the highest yards that he's had? Is like... 109. 109, 106. So he's had 300-yard games. But the last two games combined, he hasn't had 100. And so, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think he, I think he's gonna have a bounce back game. I don't know what happened last week because apparently he just wasn't on the field a lot. And so what I heard is, you know, maybe just something where they they kind of planned it's not that tough of a team to just kind of rest him a little bit. I, I don't know if that's true, but um, it's just weird that yeah he didn't get that much play last week. Um, but I, I think he's going to have a bounce-back game this week. And uh, he'll, he'll, he's not going to boom, but I think he'll put up, you know, like 15 points. Um, McKinnon, I feel like New Orleans is, a, is a, a tougher run defense, so I don't know how great he's going to do. He's just such a, a toss-up because he'll have good games and then he'll just disappear and, and not be on the field at all. So he's kind of a tough play. Um it's kind of hardest, like, because you like look at 
you look at his players and you're like, these are talented players. If they got the ball and were healthy, you would blow Quinn away. But I don't know that that's going to happen. I don't know. I, I guess like he, he looks like, a, you know, even like, you know, someone that might do well, at least like overall, he should probably do fairly well. I guess. And then you look at like Quinn and you're like, okay, like Joe Burrow, like, He's talented. I just don't like have that much faith in a rookie at Pittsburgh. You know, it's it's uh-huh. in division. There's just so much going on. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's it's kind of like a hard one. I, I, I neither of these teams are really like blowing me off. I would totally say that if, if Quinn had, you know, Julio Jones this week, I, I think it's, you know, yeah, he, he takes it. But I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to, like, jump on the bandwagon and say that Jason's going to lose again. Yeah, yeah. I I think Quinn, I, I don't know why he's, he's playing Marquise Brown still. He's just been so bad lately. Um, this doesn't give me a lot of, you know, optimism, and I I might almost, if I were him, play John Brown over him. Oh, just, 100%. You know, um, I, I just think he's, he's a little bit more reliable. Um, I, I like the McKissick play, actually, against Detroit. I think that he got, like, nine receptions last week or something like that. Yeah, Niners, only 65 yards, but he just got so much work through the passing game. I think that probably continues this week. And Josh Jacobs, you know, probably a middle-of-the-road game. Burrow, I Pittsburgh is susceptible to the pass, so I think that he could have a game, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it'll be, it'll be close. It really hurts Jason not getting any points from A.J. Brown, though. So I couldn't agree more, and that's the way I was looking at it. I said, you know, 12 points out of the Indy defense against a tough um, Tennessee matchup there, that's that's a rock-solid start. And then um, on the same token, you have A.J. Brown just doing absolutely nothing, and that's one of his more reliable, better players. So I don't yeah. like the way it started out, and I just look at the matchup on paper and – Jason should be running circles around him um, just with who he's got. You know, Michael Thomas is uh, one of the better receivers in the league when he's um, healthy and not punching people in the face. And um, yeah, so I, I just, I, I think on paper, I like Jason, but I think that um, the way it's already started out, I would have to give the edge to Quinn on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I'm flipping to it. I think I've, I've got a, Give Quinn. Or wait, I already did that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I want Jason to win. I want him to have a chance, but it just it just doesn't seem like. It's I don't think I don't think Jason wants to have a chance anymore. I think he wants to set his eyes towards number one pick and uh, build his team for next year and the and beyond. So I think yeah, I think that's kind of. Well, I think Jason well, is definitely looking towards next year right now. Yeah, I mean, but as Sean reminded me last week he's gonna have to have a team if he wants a first pick to you know battle it out in the consolation bracket which i mean i think he could still he's 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 got as good a chance as anyone to do it but 
There's no guarantees he gets the first pick. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Quinn's going to win that one, and Jason's going to lose again and stay at the bottom. Um, all right. Let's jump to Kevin and Graydon. Uh, Kevin, number two in the ranking, six and three. Graydon's at number 10 um, at the bottom of that four and five pile. And Kevin has Zeke on bye, which is, you know, fine since he didn't play him last week anyways. Um, Justin Herbert's going, Leonard Fournette, Mike Davis, he got off of waivers. I'm surprised no one else, you know, bid for him over the $13 that, that Kevin did. I wanted to, but I didn't have anyone on my team that I wanted to drop. But, um... I just don't see the point in it because they have Christian McCaffrey back. Why would you want like anybody yeah, else? It's like one week fill in. Well, and and if you even if you look at like what Mike Davis did the last like couple weeks, you know he like kept declining, and that's why I I dropped him is because I was like, honestly, even if McCaffrey got hurt, I I didn't feel like ooh I want to have this guy in my roster. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But I guess whenever you're in a desperate situation like Kevin is right now, then, you know, you got to grab whoever. Yeah. Yeah, he's on a skid. Um, I mean, overall, I think he's going to he's gonna win against Graydon. I just don't think Graydon has that strong of a team. Um, you know, unless Lockett happens to put up, like, 50 points again. Um, yeah. I just don't really see where he gets the points to match – you know, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Herbert. I'm guessing Fournette has a good game. I think there's got to be someone on the waiver wire that's going to give him more points than James White. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, I mean, what has White even been doing? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, four, four, four point eight. <laughs> well, Green likes running back, so that's four point eight for him. So. <laughs> that's true <laughs> um, yeah he should find I guess he's hoping that Joe Mixon would have come back maybe he just hasn't made a move he doesn't. He didn't know that Joe Mixon was going to be out for sure yeah I don't know what he's doing with James White on this team um, I, I played Josh Kelly from waivers uh, uh, I might be the only person <laughs> I'd probably play Adrian Peterson over him because at least he's going to get you like a solid like eight to ten points. Yeah, yeah, a little more, more reliable. Yeah, yeah. I just, just slim pickings because there's so many people on on by, and Indy's got you know three running backs. Two mm-hmm. of them are on waivers. It's just an underwhelming matchup. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, weird to say. With I mean, he's the number two ranked team in the standings. And the highest score with the most. Yeah, scored the most, you know, in, in the league so far. I don't think I give Kevin's team enough credit, though. I think, you know, it is pretty strong. Um, I think he should put Ronald Jones in. Over who? Mike Davis? Go with both Tampa Bay running backs? Like Davis is Carolina, probably. I don't. I don't know. It's. Uh, I mean, because it's like I, I don't feel like you like really know who's going to get the carries in Tampa. Yeah. 
So at least like that way he'll he'll get all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that no is one way. approach. You never know. Maybe then Lashawn McCoy comes in and he starts balling out. You know, I just I don't see any way that Graydon can pull this one off, barring like eighty-five points from Tyler Lockett. And yeah, yeah. There's just there's nothing like, yeah, like nothing at all that scares me. Maybe like a eighty-five point from uh, Tyler Lockett and forty from T.J. Chark, and then like everybody on Kevin's team gets injured in the first quarter, and then you might have a chance. <laughs> So, yeah, looks like a slam dunk for Kevin. So I think so. He'll stay atop. Yeah. He'll stay at second. All right, let's look at Tim and Toby. Got Shug Knights. They're 2-7, and ranked number 11. Tim, number 8 at 4-5. What do you guys think? Okay, so if you don't mind, I'd like to go first on this one. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you completely like, here's what I have to do sometimes, and this is what like sometimes I catch myself doing, and I like ended up screwing myself on my matchups, is if you look at the players, don't look at what they're projected, just look at the players, look at the matchups, and I look at Toby's team, I look at Tim's team, and I'm like, Toby's gonna win this. Toby's totally gonna win this, and then you, like the projections show Tim twenty points over Toby. And I just don't see where that point is coming from. I mean, it's like, okay, like, yeah, like Mark Ingram, like Jordan Howard, like not the best. But (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, why didn't he bid on Mike Davis? Uh, Yeah. That's your handcuff, Toby. That's your handcuff. Like, for the most important player on your team. I know, and sometimes it's like his third or fourth chance. I've offered Toby is you know part of the deals. I was offered him Mike Edward, Mike Davis. I've offered him you know like I, I've always just thrown him in every trade offer that I've sent Toby. Hey, you know, just just in case yeah. here, here's a keeper, here's someone else, and then here's your handcuff. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. It's Toby logic, you know. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I still I mean, think that Toby wins this. I, I just don't think that, uh, I, you know, I, I, I admit I really like DeAndre Swift. I just don't know, like, what load he's going to get. Drew Brees' arm is, like, way too limp. And San Francisco still has a defense. Uh, Chase Edmonds, I, I think that he is a very impressive player that, you know, if, if he gets the ball enough and if Keenan Allen has a great one, and, and, you know, yeah, it could be a good one. But uh, I'm looking at, like, you know, for Tim, for Dobbins, he needs Mark Ingram to be out. And so, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't see how Toby loses this one, despite the projected numbers. Yeah. I mean, he did pick up Malcolm Brown for 33 fab. So I'm assuming he's going to plug him in instead of Ingram or Howard. And I believe Henderson. No, I guess. Yeah. Henderson was in that other guy's lineup and LJ's lineup. I don't even know if he's going to play this week, but if he doesn't play, I think Malcolm Brown could be, you know, an upgrade over what he currently has. 
Um, I think Rager's going to do good. But, I mean, as it currently sits with Ingram and Howard, that I, I hate both of those players. I wouldn't want either of those players on my team. Um, I think I think Tim has the edge on this one. I, I think Keenan Allen's going to do great. I think Hunter Henry will do fine. Um, not a big fan of Dobbins. I might play, you know, who would I play? I, I might play Latavius Murray over, over Dobbins. Um, and Chase Edmonds, I guess just depends if Kenyon Drake's going to be out again. If he's out, I think he's going to do good. Uh-huh. If he's not, then then it's a toss-up. We, we don't really know. But I think Tim... Tim has the edge on this one. I do think I think so too, and I think just what it comes down to is what a difference a week makes for Toby. Like last week, he put up 140. He was the second highest scoring team of the week. Uh, just a, um, a horrible matchup for him, and he got another loss. And then now I look at his team and I said, and I say, how did this guy put up 140 last week? It's just not it's not feasible just with what he's got going there. So, uh, well, he had Christian I, McCaffrey. Oh, that's true. That's true. And then he also had Travis Kelsey back then too. So, yeah, <laughs> he's he's basically crashed his car, his um, team against a brick wall, and it's like on fire right now. So, um, I cannot give him the benefit of the doubt against him. Uh, so, uh, Tim will be putting his way to a victory on this one from the Country Club. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, last game. So me versus Baxter. Um, I'm in this one, so I'll go last. But Aiden, what what are your thoughts on this game? Um, just go down the line here. Um, Russell Wilson versus Kyler Murray. Got to go, Russell Wilson. And I'm pretty like, um, and I'm pretty butthurt about that um, pick that uh, Baxter had. He was three picks ahead of me and took Russell Wilson and. I was on the cusp of taking him. I ended up with taking Deshaun Watson. Still not bad, but I'm like, man, what would my team have looked like if uh, Russell Wilson would have dropped to me? So I'm a little bit scorned yeah. there. Um, but yeah, I'll give um, Baxter the benefit of a quarterback position. Um, RB1, Aaron Jones versus Antonio Gibson. Um, have to go um, Aaron Jones um, because I don't trust anybody on Washington football team. Um, cream Hunt. Two people. <laughs> yeah, let alone two people, right? Um, Kareem Hunt with uh, Nick Chubb back in the lineup um, against Miles Sanders. I will give the um, I'll give that to you, Grego. I think that Miles Sanders is a phenomenal um, running back when he is healthy and playing, and hopefully he is that um, for my dynasty team. So I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that one. Um, Mike Evans versus Terry McLaurin. Um, <sighs> like I, I do like. I, I do like Mike Evans better, but I think that um, I'll give you the edge on this one, Greg, because just Detroit is a favorable matchup, um, and he has two uh, Tampa receivers, so they're just going to be splitting sp- splitting all the targets. And I do think that Tom Brady has a bounce-back week because he's angry and he was humiliated, so he's going to uh, really just light it up this week. So I think one of the two has a good week, and I think that that will be – um, Chris Godwin. Um, so I'll give Chris Godwin the edge over Judy. Um, I do think that Judy still needs to um, kind of prove it more uh, before we anoint him the king. Um, to me, uh, I would take Jared Cook over Austin Hooper any day of the week. Um, just in the Saints offense, they always utilize the tight end quite a bit. 
yeah. and then who's even playing quarterback for San Francisco right now? Um, Nick Mullins, baby. Oh yeah, that's not good. So um, we'll go ahead and go with uh, Christian Kirk over Brandon Ayuk. So um, all signs are pointing to Baxter just trouncing Greg on this one and putting Greg closer to being out of the uh, playoff picture here. Oh boy. <laughs> so 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 Greg, if if you don't want to play Thielen, would you want to trade him to me? I I mean I'm open to trading him. Okay. If I'm being honest, looking at like. I mean, that's one. I've actually been shopping him around a little bit because I don't like this matchup against Chicago, and he plays Chicago again in Week 15. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not excited about that. And he plays Tampa Bay. He doesn't have a great schedule other than like Week 11 and. Well, I mean, yeah, Week 11 through 13. So, but, I, I Dean, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I actually had Jared Cook on my team last week, and I dropped him for a yeah. tight end, T Hill. So I just want to let you know that, like, you're, you're, you're really anointing Jared Cook to be something that I just don't think that he is. Um, yeah, I've, always, know, with, I've, with, I've with, honestly with, always loved Jared Cook for some reason. And, like, he's always yeah. disappointed, you know, like going back to um, when he went for, like to um, the Green Bay. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a really good move yeah. with, with Aaron with um, Aaron Rodgers. And I just – he never really panned out. And then, um, and then every time he, like, makes a move, he – he looked great in um, with the Raiders, and then when that was like a subpar offense, and now that he's with a with a great offense, he's just not um, he's not performing all that great. Although looking at him, he he's been he's has a uh, four Here uh, there. double he, digit games. Like that's out of a tight end, that's solid. And he yeah, he just the thing is is he just doesn't have enough speed to create enough space. Because the thing is, is like Drew Brees' arm just is just not there. You watch those passes, and I could throw a, a, a ball faster there than he could. And so it's just Jared Cook doesn't have the the speed anymore to create that space. I I think Austin Hooper. I'm I'm going for him in the tight end position, and and I'm going. I, I'm going to say that he's going to triple Jared Cook in this one. Okay, mm. triple. I like that. Jerry Judy. Okay. Way better than Chris Goodwin. I don't care what you say. Watch the two play. The talent level is not even close. Now, Mike Evans, I think Mike Evans is, is definitely, uh, you know, a better receiver than, than Terry, but he just hasn't been getting the balls. He just hasn't been used. Uh, going up, I think Miles Sanders. I, I like Miles Sanders a lot. I think they run the football well. Um, you know, they have to because they have so much injuries on the line. Uh, Aaron Jones and, and, and Russell Wilson, that's what it's going to come down to. So what I think is, is I think that, that Baxter is going to win the matchup if Russell Wilson and Aaron Jones both do what they're supposed to do and prove that they're better than Kyler and Antonio. Uh, and, you know, that, that's a little bit of a question mark. I, I think, you know, Russell Wilson is is the second best quarterback in football right now, but if there's a person who can score more than anybody, it's Kyler Murray. So it, it's it's kind of you know it's it's that thing that the the Mahomes factor when your quarterback scores fifty points makes it pretty easy to win. Yeah, it and does. You know what? I one thing I didn't touch on at all is Greg's um, matchup play on defense, uh, Philadelphia against the Giants. I think. That gives him a good 18 points right there. So, 
that that could be enough to tip um, tip the scales closer. So um, I would say still I favor Baxter, but um, I do think that that's a good play on Greg's behalf. Thank you, thank you. Do you guys think he's making a mistake keeping Cooper Cup on his bench going up against Seattle? Yes. Uh, yes, absolutely. Seattle gives up yards to receivers, and they give up touchdowns to receivers. And, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, for me, I, I probably take Goodwin out, leave Evans in. Yeah, I'd probably go. Yeah, I, I wonder if I, it, we just haven't seen enough Antonio Brown on the Bucks yet. But I feel like you know Brown and Godwin are probably pretty similar as far as like the type of player they are. Where Evans, I feel like, is is distinctly you know more physical. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like he's he should just pick one and just kind of you know roll roll with one of them and then throw Cooper Cup in there, and then Christian Kirk I think is fine in the flex. I think especially because Kyler Murray, if he throws a big touchdown to Kirk, then that just negates anything that, you know, any of the points really. Well, not really, because yeah. that would favor Kirk more so than uh, than Kyler. Uh, well, that's what I'm the, saying. That's why he needs to keep Kirk in there is because yeah. Kirk will oh, yeah. negate okay. any, any yards that he throws. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So because mm-hmm. he is a big play kind of guy that he has that ability. Yeah, and he's been doing doing good the past, you know, three games, 24, 18, 26. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and last time, yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's been a good play. Um, so I, I like him a lot. And it, it's, you know, helpful to have DeAndre Hopkins taking, you know, the number one quarterback, cornerback each game. So, but yeah, I, I, if I were him, I would find some way to get Cooper Cup into my lineup. Um I obviously think you guys are crazy that you think he's going to win. Um, my team is magnificent. Uh, <laughs> Kyler, <laughs> um, Kyler has not scored less than twenty six points, so I know he's going to he's going to crush it. Um, Gibson's playing the now the worst ranked uh, running defense, Detroit, and Miles Sanders is he's a stud. I mean, he's been injured, so I think we've kind of forgotten about him. But he, I think, is going to just do so great now that, that he's back, as long as he can stay healthy. Um, McLaurin and Judy are my big big question marks. Uh, Judy's questionable going into the game with a shoulder injury. Um, and McLaurin, I, I mean, I love McLaurin. I think he's, he's going to do great, but I, I don't know that he's going to have, like, one of his best games. Um, and obviously I'm pretty high on Brandon Ayuk because he – I mean, the, the one thing I remember hearing from last week when San Francisco got torched, but Kyle Shanahan's game plan going into the game was to get Brandon Ayuk 85% of the place. So that's kind of factoring into, you know, what I want to do. And Richie James comes in there and gets, you know, 170 yards. And Brandon Ayuk's better than Richie James. So I think he's going to be a good play. And I think it's going to be close, but I think that I'll, I'll – I'll, Rack this one up. You know, uh, one thing I will say that is, uh, if you look at, at Jerry Judy, uh, he's had in the last two weeks twenty four targets. That's got to be more than anyone. He's had twenty four yeah. targets in the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and 
The Raiders He's getting the volume. Can be thrown on. Yeah, that's the what Raiders I'm hoping. Can be thrown off. I, yeah, yeah I, I I think that it's 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 almost like a fifty fifty. It it really depends on you know if Aaron Jones and and Russell Wilson can really do what they should do. Yeah, yeah, I think it will come down to them because yeah, Aaron Jones is one of those guys who he can put up like a forty point game, and so we'll see if he does that. Uh, but all right, well that's all the games I think. Right, yeah. I'm not missing any of them. No. Okay. Well, all right, gentlemen. Um, any any final thoughts on the season as we as we head into games uh, tomorrow? Nothing for uh, me. Well, yeah. No, my my biggest thought is is that uh, uh, I think Zach needs to step it up a little bit <laughs> if he wants to uh, <laughs> surpass me in the standings. So uh, you're not there yet, buddy. And yeah. <laughs> Zach, you should know that this is not your sister's league, not your co-workers league. This is not your sister's league. <laughs> yeah, that was a good little rant at the end. Of- <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's even listened to the show yet because I texted him last night and he hadn't. He did. To he it. texted me today. He did. Oh, okay, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. so. Yeah, it nice. should be an interesting right. week, and I think we should. Um, there will be a little bit of shake up here, but I do think that I'll end up um, first after this week still. So, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think you are wrong, but um, <laughs> but it's nice that you think that. Yeah, it is nice, right? <laughs> All right, well, yes. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Well, thanks for joining me. Um, good thanks luck for to. Yeah, good luck to everyone in the league, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll have fun uh, talking to each other on the text side tomorrow. Okay, All right, good. have a good one, man. All right, Bye have a good one, guys. Good luck to all.